Frequency Cast Update. Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. Each month, we bring you the Frequency Cast podcast, our tantalizing take on technology. The mini show you're listening to now is designed to keep you updated while we're busy working on the next show. So, Pete, inspire me with the update that you have. Well, we've got a couple of news stories, a couple of bits of listener feedback, and some feedback on the last show. But a couple of important things I'd like to discuss first off, if I may. Off you go. Is this going to involve our beautiful new website? Oh, it might do, absolutely. Uh, Before that, though, do you remember about six months back we made an announcement that uh, people could vote for the top UK podcasts? Oh, yeah, vaguely, yes. How did that go? Well, the votes are in. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this the one where we never really get a mention? Yeah, that's the one. All right, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay, I'm going to play you a clip from the European Podcast Awards. Here we go. Welcome to our virtual ceremony of this year's European Podcast Award 2010. First of all, we would like to thank all podcast fans and broadcasters European-wide. You have been a very strong support for us over the past few months. We are very proud to see the fanbase growing and growing. Over 1,500 nominees, over 400,000 voters. This great success gives us huge confirmation and satisfaction. So that's the introduction to the ceremony. Now here's the uh, UK nominations. OK, UK. Congratulations to everybody from the Netherlands. Next up is the UK. The winner of the personality category is called PC Podcast with Pete Kogel. The winner for the non-profit is Frequency Cast, the UK TV and tech podcast. The winner for the business category is the Outdoor Station. And the winner for the professional category is the BBC History magazine. Congratulations to everybody from the UK. (laughs) How how did that happen? Our first award. Are you impressed? I'm very impressed, yes. (laughs) There you go. So we are officially one of the top four podcasts in the UK. Well, I think that's actually down to them. And it's worth pointing out that there were 1,500 nominees across Europe and 400,000 voters took part. How's that, eh? All I can say is thank you very much for guys for voting. Um, there's us thinking you're not listening to us half the time. <laughs> I know I don't listen to Pete, but I mean, there's no excuse for you to not listen to me. So there you go. Thank you very much to everyone that voted and for making us the number one in our category in the UK. Thank you very much indeed. And also, thank you very much to Nat Bursch. Now, she knows who she is, but Pete, you're going to enlighten everyone, aren't you? Yes, those of you that visit our website on a regular basis will note that a few weeks ago it underwent a little bit of a makeover. We now have a snazzy new look, don't we? We certainly do, yes. Some stylized buttons, some slick interaction. I mean, what more can a man ask for? And we want to send a special thanks to Nat Bursch for doing such a sterling job on refreshing and revamping our website. So all those of you that have complained about the rather 2008 look, it's now 2010, just in time for next year. Superb. Anyway, we have some news to talk about. Okay, and what is that news, sir? News from the award-winning Frequency Cast. Uh, TiVo News, first off. We'd like to thank Alan Hart for letting us know that there's a demo of the new Virgin Media TiVo up on the Virgin Media website. Familiar with the TiVo? I remember it, but not very well. Well, TiVo was a standalone video recording hard disky kind of device just when the Sky Plus device was coming out. Died a bit of a death, but it's now back in the Virgin Media guys. This lets you search for programs or actors, as well as browsing on themes and genres. Well, that's nothing particularly new there. You can do a backward search. A backward search as well as a forward search. 
So that searches back through the previous week's worth of TV. Oh, that's good. And of course, if it's recorded or available on the Virgin On Demand service, you can watch it. Okay. But it does something that the Skybox doesn't do, which is discover new programmes for you. So you tell it what kind of things you're interested in and what shows you like, and it will make suggestions and recommendations for you and automatically record them. Oh, so that's over and above Sky and BT Vision. Mm, indeed it is. It also comes with a massive one terabyte of memory, which gives you 500 hours of TV. Try getting that into a VHS cassette. Good grief. That's a lot of memory. So that'll be out in early 2011, and go to the Virgin Media TiVo site to see a demo. Fantastic. Now, what's this about Google and laptops? Ah, yes. We've all been waiting for the first Google laptop. Well, Google has now officially delayed this until 2011. Given that we're only a couple of weeks away from the end of the year, it's hardly surprising. No, not really. And it's going to be powered by the new Chrome operating system. Instead of doing a a rushed-out launch, what they're actually doing is launching something called a pilot program, which is aimed at people that live on the web, those lovely early adopters, developers, and users that don't mind dealing with a bit of beta software. Oh, right. Is this what the Chrome thing's on about, then? Chrome's the operating system, and what they're going to be doing is distributing a number of unbranded black notebooks, which are going to be called the CR48. So it's a little bit like uh, our Asus devices. All right, I'm with you. And they're going to do some beta testing uh, using real users and these sort of unbranded devices. According to Eric Schmidt, who's the Google CEO, finally there will be a viable third choice for an operating system on a mobile device. Wow. What next? That's it for the news. I would like to talk about what we talked about in our last show. Oh, yeah, we did a survey, didn't we? Uh, What was it? Uh, Who's your favourite provider or something like that, wasn't it? That's right. It's our broadband special. And if you haven't voted yet, or you want to see the results in a bit more detail, www.frequencycast.co.uk forward slash broadbandsurvey.html. And there you can have a look at our very special mince pie charts. If you haven't voted, please do. If you want to see the survey results in more detail, they're all there for you. So do go and have a look. Uh, question number one was, who provides your broadband? And the winner was? Uh, was BT Total Broadband. of our listeners have BT Broadband, according to the survey. In second place, we had Plusnet. In third place, we had O2 Broadband. Uh, How happy are you with your speed? Now, I really expected this to be a controversial one. 35% are happy. 46% say, I'm fairly happy, but it could be faster. Only, where are we? uh, 5% said it was far too slow. So I kind of feel vindicated. My comment about, do you really need 100 meg broadband? People seem generally happy with their slower speeds. Maybe they're making cups of tea in between searching for something. Very, very possibly. What was next? How happy are you with the service? Now, this is to do with customer service, isn't it? It's after-sales service and things like that as well. So what was our results there, Pete? Well, 38% very happy, 21% fairly happy, and 29% it's okay. Only a tiny percentage weren't happy with their broadband provider, 11%. Surprising. Very surprising. What else did we ask? And there's one more question, wasn't there? Uh, What's the most important factor for you? Top scores, 30% said price was the most important factor. Then we had joint ties, 17% for speed and customer service. Reliability came out quite highly, as did company reputation, Mac compatibility, and the difficulty of changing and not having any choice with um, what's available from your phone exchange. And of course, we were very interested in what you use your broadband for. What's your purpose? How do you use it? Business, pleasure? Unsurprisingly, surfing and email were very, very high, almost 90%. 
Uh, second to that, we had TV and movies, then internet radio. Work came in, well, it was about 20% of people work on the internet. <laughs> Online gaming gets a very small percentage. Quite a few Skypers, though, which is always good to hear. And we had some other uses here, YouTube, Family Tree. We had one broadcaster on there. Hello, whoever you are as a broadcaster. Yeah, who are you? Tell us. We'll listen. And somebody said Google Map stuff is what they do with the internet. So, yeah, very interesting. And if you haven't cast your vote yet, I am amazed so many people are happy with their broadband provider and happy with their speed. Uh, If you're not, fill in the survey and have your say. Okay. And now over to some of our listeners. Uh, We have one here from Eddie, and he said, Whatever happened to your promised review on the Humax Fox T2 recorder? Do you remember that one? You made a promise. Did you uh, not deliver, Pete? I completely underdelivered, and the reason for that is we couldn't get a freebie. We tried to blag one from Humax so we could do a review, and their press office, they say no. And that's where our review is, so as soon as it arrives, the review goes out with it. Yeah, Eddie says, I'm very tempted by one of these, which I saw in the flesh at John Lewis the other day. I'd really like to hear the lowdown from you guys before I spend out over £300. Well, we have heard some very good feedback. I've actually seen one in the flesh and played around with it, but we haven't been able to get one for review for long enough to to seriously sort of dig into. But yeah, very, very good from all the feedback I've heard. It's one of the better Freeview recorders out there. So yeah, I would suggest if you fancy parting with your money, it would be a good purchase. If you manage to see one before us, or you do get hold of one, then do get in touch and tell us whether you're pleased with the results as well. And any other listeners out there that have already got one, perhaps we could get you to give us your feedback for the next show. That would be fantastic. Uh, We've got another one here from Phil Bridges. He says, the content of the show is fantastic as ever. Thanks, can't believe you do this for love. Uh, He just wanted to say he's switched to Plusnet recently, and their out-of-hours service is amazing. Uh, Real people, and they really have Yorkshire accents. There you go. They're doing a big campaign at the moment for Get Your Broadband from Yorkshire. He says he only uses about 40 gig a month, but uses their cheapo 10 gig package, as you can download from midnight to 8am outside of your 10 gig limit. So he set iTunes to grab large video podcasts in that time bracket so he doesn't hammer his, his monthly usage, which is a good idea. I've got to say, that's very good management, isn't it? Systems like that. It's like doing your washing after 7 o'clock at night when you're in economy 7 and things like that. It's well worthwhile doing, especially as if you're not using it. I mean, it's a redundant time, and this is why they, they give you this cheap rate. Abuse it, guys. Abuse it. Indeed. He also says... About time you did a one-off video podcast. Hmm, kind of lab rat style, perhaps. Well, <laughs> I I want to, but apparently I'm not allowed to dissect Pete. I don't know what that's about. And Phil wraps up by saying, I'm a diehard Apple fanboy who's just bought an HTC Wildfire Android phone, 90% of the iPhone at one-third of the costs. So there you go. That's one for you to buy. Carl. Oh, yeah, straight away. Sorry, I was just moving now. Got my coat and everything. On the subject of surveys... Um, You remember our listener survey, that's now been running for about eight months and we're still getting lots of good feedback. If you haven't had your say, please do so. Three that I found while I was doing a little review this evening, we had one from someone, we we never get names and we never get email addresses. We got this person who's working in the electronics business, he's an iTunes user and he listens at work, and he says, who are you? You don't seem to do this at home, who pays for it all and why do you do it? I get parking money from Pete, £1.80 for the car park outside. I don't know about you, but I do it for the awards. The winner for the non-profit is FrequencyCast, the UK TV and tech podcast. You waited a long time for that, didn't you? Are you going to sell it? There you go. No, we we partly do it for the love, and we partly do it because we can play around with gadgets, and we partly do it because it's 
blooming cold out there tonight and it's nice and warm in the studio. Well, you might be staying in the studio. I'm going out for something to eat. The second one here, his only clue as to his identity is his hobby. Yes, he likes flying remote-controlled helicopters. I wonder if he does multiple helicopters at a time or whether he actually does just one at a time. We'll be coming back to helicopters in a moment, but what does this chap have to say? You seem to be very pro-Sky. I'm amazed that people complain about the licence fee but pay a fortune for Sky each month. I wouldn't say we were particularly pro-Sky. I mean, Sky does definitely give you the best choice of channels and it does give you HD and, of course, they have their lovely Sky Plus HD box. But pro-Sky, when I'm paying about £55 a month for my Sky telly, no, I'm not particularly pro-Sky, to be honest. I think they um, they subtly ramp up the prices every now and then. Things like their Sky Anytime Plus that you have to be with their broadband service for. Also, the fact that they've got fairly low bandwidth allowances for their broadband. No, I wouldn't say we we're particularly pro-Sky, although, as I say, they do offer quite a good choice. Yeah, we try to have a balanced opinion, and um, it's very hard to keep balance mentally but everything else is all right Uh, i do like the next one this is from a retired person what a great description um he only recently found our podcast uh, but liked most of it but what i particularly about no no what i particularly like about this guy's comments is that some of the listeners questions are a bit dull but no mention of my cheesy humor yeah there you go i like that i liked most of it not all of it just just most yeah but he didn't dissect my humor and said that was a bad thing interesting comment though about the um listener questions now we do get this bit of feedback quite often that the interaction podcast calls and emails all tend to be a little bit samey it's normally i can't get free view channels um how do i connect this to, to that can i get hd on bt vision that kind of thing and there's a reason why our feedback is the way it is Well, because they're all users of those systems and having problems with them. Well, there you go. You see, we open up our uh, text line and our emails and our answer phone lines for people to ask us questions. If the only questions we get are the same old questions about Freeview and BT Vision and HD, that's clearly what people out there want to know. So that's what we talk about. Well, I'd like to hear more from this retired person. Ask us something interesting. Go on. (laughs) There you go. What I would say, though, is anyone out there that does have a question that they'd like to put to us, let's vary it up a little bit. Instead of the same old questions about Freeview and the like, let's try something a bit new. If you have a technical question for us or you just want to ask us some questions about Carl and I, give us a call. Our answer phone number is 0208 133 4567. And that's the price of a London number and you get connected through to our answer phone. Or you can also text us. Yeah, you can text us on 07882 043521. The Frequency Cast mobile is currently sitting in my pocket. So text us a question and we'll read it out in the next show. Of course, you can email us via www.frequencycast.co.uk. So there you go. It's in your hands. We want your feedback. Now, obviously, we've got a new year coming up. 2011 is not far away and we're after you to tell us what you want featured in the next show this show is driven by you and voted for by you so we want you to tell us what you want get in touch if not we're going to be in for a very quiet january show yeah get in touch it's all about you guys so um what's that what happens at the end of every school year when it's nearly christmas you take your toys into school, don't you? <laughs> have you brought your toys into school, have you? I have. Look at this. This is a voice-controlled remote-control helicopter. A voice... Con- <laughs> Why a voice-controlled? Some people... This is like uh, Firefox, isn't it? Firefox is a web browser. No, no, no. Firefox, the film, you know, when it's oh, the, right. the Russian yeah, aircraft yeah, okay, and you have to yeah, think yeah, in yeah, Russian. Yeah. Do, you th- do you talk in Russian? What happens if you use a yes, because you're Well, actually, you can. What's that switch there say on the top right of the controller? 
Oh, good grief. It's got three languages. It's got Spanish, English and French. <laughs> you did ask, didn't you? Right, let me get this all connected then. Now, what I've got to do is I've got this little headset here. Put that over my ear. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like something out of an air traffic control tower now. What's that for? That's the um, microphone, basically. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Why is everyone in the studio ducking? <laughs> okay. Have they seen this already? Okay, here we go. Let me turn this on. So this is a yellow helicopter. Six, seven inches long, I suppose. Little, one of these little mini ones. Yeah, it's about six inches long. Colour? Yellow still. <laughs> how many uh, how many blades? Two blades with a sort of a balancing thing here. Don't know what that does. Let's switch this on. And what's happened immediately? Well, there's blue lights in the cabin and a red light on the underside. And the clever thing about this is we've looked at these before and these toys have been around for a while. Normally, the technology that you get with them is um, infrared. So you have a little infrared sensor at the top and you have to have line of sight. Now, my problem was always, when you get the thing to try and fly and go around a corner, it would lose the infrared connection and crash into a wall. This one is proper radio, so this is proper RF, broadcasting on 27145 megahertz, band C, and it's a proper radio-controlled one. It's just, since you've been a radio ham, it's become far more technical with the radio, hasn't it? You're just such a, a bore. It just, you're talking to it, it's got CQ, radio. CQ, CQ, CQ. Right, I'm right. going over here. I'm going to put this helicopter down on the floor. Are you ready? We're ready. Helicopter on floor. Going to switch it on. What's that? What the hell's that? <laughs> That's just telling me it's in standby. Let me power this up. Good grief. How many noises does this thing want to make? This is this is this year's Buzz Lightyear, isn't it? Okay, now listen to this. I'm voice controlled here. Start engine. That kind of reminds me of your last girlfriend. Not very obedient, is it? Oh, have a go. Go on, have a go. Have oh, a go. I, go oh, on, I see. Go on. Oh, here we go, then. I'll try it. Oh, hello. Sorry. Start engine. There you go. Very good. That's not too bad at all, is it? Well, compared with other ones we've played with, actually, that's that's not bad, is it? It still does the sort of dying moth when you um, accidentally clip a wall. Apparently, it has a um, ceiling sensor, but it doesn't seem to work for us, does it? Well, obviously, our ceilings aren't really that obvious, are they? I don't know how to answer that. Well, they're not in the obvious place, are they? They're above us. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's the gravity in here. Yeah, <laughs> and the atmospheric pressure. Well, I have to say, this actually flies a lot better than the other ones we've tested in the past, doesn't it? Oh, definitely does, yes. Quite quite good fun as well, voice-activated things. Uh, not as bad as I thought it would be. There you go, six minutes flying time, four AA batteries, and you've got a nice little button, so you've got a support button, which is if it's dropping, you hit the support, and it will just give it a little bit of power to let it recover from its problem. So it's a bit like a booster, really. Yep, and an emergency stop, which is nice, plus a little trim control, on-off, charger, left, right, up, down. Okay, I'll have three. Thank you. And how much? I reckon that's about £36. £29. If you're still stuck for a Christmas present, I'll pick this up in Waitrose for £29. 
Oh, look at you shopping all the posh places. Right, anyway, that must be time for us to fly. Yes, I'm afraid it is. That's it for this update from the award-winning Frequency Cast. Our next full-length show is due out on the 1st of January. Visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates and be ready for our next tantalising take on technology. Please tell your chums about us and spread the word. Frequency Cast. Update complete.